You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We'll take a glass together and we will lift it to the good life. And as we're lifting it, we will most sincerely say, we'll take a glass together. You're listening to Equity One, a podcast where two friends chat about life, theater, and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Here we are. It's a, it's a sad clink today. It is a sad. I think it's because it's the weather. It's well, raining. It's also because I'm just I'm just having a seltzer. Mm-hmm. Just a nice cherry. I'm gonna try a different one every week. So this is a cherry lime le quoi. Le quoi. I thought I've heard I've, I've heard different ways of saying it. I say le quoi. Yeah. Yeah, I heard I like lacrocs. Lacrocs. I know that's completely wrong, but. What are you drinking, Caleb? I'm having a Gourliche. It's in this adorable green bottle. It's with, really cute. With like an old like milk bottle top, you know, like when yeah, oh, there it goes. And you kind of you have to like you snap it, on, you have to pop it. It's a really really cute bottle. I'm gonna throw it in my dishwasher, and then yes. like, when people come over for dinner, reduce reuse. Mm-hmm. I love it. Recycle, Caleb. You're better. We have been away. Mm-hmm. The two of us have been on vacation. We been on vacation, and you know we needed it. Oh my god. I like to call it the end of the summer vacation. Yeah, you, gotta get, you have to get your summer in while you can, mm-hmm. and I think we did it. I really, I really tried to. Where'd you go? Well, Michael and I went to Fire Island. It was mm-hmm. my first time going. I had I've never, never been, been before, either. and it was really fun. It was very nice. I expected it to maybe not be as nice. Does that make sense? Like. I feel like I expected it to be this, like, gross party island. Oh. And really, it's actually nice most everywhere, and then there's, like, the party is very, like, centralized. Oh, okay. Um, because on the Pines, there's only, like, three bars, and, like, the party goes from one to another to another, like, yeah. when it happens, and, um, there's a cute little grocery store, cute shops. And there's deer. There's lots of deer. Deer? Right yeah. Right when we got off the, the ferry, there were deer walking just on the street. Mm-hmm. It was really it was really pretty. We stayed at a great place. We stayed at the Pines Club. The Pines Club? Yeah. That's it's classic. like a share girl property. Yeah. Share girl. G-U-R-L. Shout out to them. It was great. Oh. It was really, really nice. We had our own pool free breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. we were right on a bay beach so we had like a like a view it was mm-hmm. gorgeous yeah so you got a lot really of sun nice. in, didn't you 
I did get a lot of sun. No, you're you're looking a little, you're looking yeah, I have well healthy. Yeah, I have just a healthy glow to go mm-hmm. into fall. Um and it was really, really fun. We had a great time. We got to hang out with some friends from Charlie and it was really Oh yeah, I was seen really on nice on the social media yeah, platforms. It was great. And then for Labor Day we went to the beach in Connecticut again. Okay, good. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Um and I just hung out hung out there for Labor Day, very chill. I am drawn to the ocean. I need to see what that means, like in my my solar system signs yeah, and stuff. That mean for your Remember summer? that went last about a year ago, a year and a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in Sarasota and we were at Turtle Beach and like you were on the sand, enjoying the sand while I was in the ocean, going, "Dad, look at me, look at me." Yes, and I said, <laughs> "Good job, son." <laughs> so tell me about your vacation. Tell uh, me about Chicago. I went to Chicago. I went to go see Cole in honeymoon in Vegas. Mm. And, you know, we didn't One see of that my to- We didn't see it together, though. Did we? we didn't see it together, but I saw it several times. Actually, my shirt is my honeymoon Vegas shirt is in view in oh my in my room right now. I loved it. I mean, I loved the original. I had a grand mm-hmm. time with the original. I love this one too. It's really um, good space for the, at the Marriott Theater. I've never Lincoln been there. It's in the round, and it's very it's it's house. Oh, you wow. can, there's a lot of seats, but it's very um, in, intimate as well, and I loved it. Um, great choreography. They added for the overture. There was dancing. Oh, nice! So I really like help set the scene. So you just didn't like jump right into like sure. the Brooklyn. Um, I like Betsy. Nice. So I had a grand time. Um, lots I love of friends that show in it. So much. Yeah, it's cute. Yes, Cole and Deshaun mm-hmm. and Alejandro, Alejandro and Morgan. Yeah, was, Drew. Yeah, Drew's in it too. Yeah. Um. So it was great. And how many? How many A's? As the Caleb Jackie review. The, the, um, five. Five eights. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, congrats on that, Marriott Theater. I'm in Vegas. Woo! I really enjoyed it. I love Hayman. I love Hayman. We're just for another vacation. Just a vacation. Just a vacation. Yeah, yeah, you know. What all did you do in Chicago? So Chicago, we went to the Bean. I've never been to the Bean, so I had to check off the Bean. Yeah. We didn't get to go to the art museum because we didn't have time. That's okay. You want to have time for that, especially with the with the Impressionist wing. It's so good. I just want to stroll through it, yeah. Yeah. But we took the architecture boat tour you were telling me you were thinking about doing that tell me about that and it was really cool so you get on a boat it's a booze cruise too so you can be drinking my so you're on top of this boat and it just goes down the rivers i don't is it the chicago river the michigan river uh <laughs> listeners tell us lake erie which one is it's connected to erie it's, right? no, it's connected like michigan okay um I didn't do well in geography. And I was on it for 75 minutes, and I still couldn't tell you. Yeah. But it was so funny. You go down, and you, they like say, on this side is this building. And my favorite one was this giant building built in the 1920s during Prohibition. And it looked like a champagne bottle made out of green limestone. Cool. And there was actual gold on the top. And it came down like it was bubbles on the side. So That's it was so like, cool. It was in the shape of a... Is a building? A building. Like, it doesn't wow. look like a champagne bottle, but sure. like it was like... A nod, a head nod. That's really cool. And then we went to a great steakhouse called Chicago Cut Steakhouse and had a I had this word that I had didn't know before I said, Oh I should get that and then the waiter said it so I got it. Nice. Always listen to the waiters. Yeah. You know, it was so fun that it was just a whirlwind that I can't remember a thing. That's good though. That's yeah. the way your vacation should be. Mm-hmm. It should be a blur. The one thing I do remember about my vacation is it was my last day of freedom. Oh because yeah. Because 
you're gonna that get busy Friday. Soon. Well, busy soon, yes. Mm-hmm. But that Friday was my first day of full thirty. Oh, that kind of day. So we're in we're day six now. Day six, yes. And I am enjoying it. <laughs> I really am. Where are you getting your recipes from? Well, right now I've been I've been like fairly basic the past few days. Like I meal I, when I got home. Uh, because when I, when I started it on a Friday, I got back immediately, kind of like cooked quickly and then had a show that night, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And so, um, I've been doing, you know, it's a lot of eggs, a lot of potatoes. Um, potatoes are allowed. So that's really, really helpful. I'm actually having a great scallop potato recipe, but there is cheese in it. And I don't think it's cheese. No dairy. I love cheese. So it's, it's no dairy, no gluten. No sugar, and no legumes, okay. which are like beans and carrots. And, so no, like or not beans? carrots, uh, corn. Corn. Wow. No beans. beans. I can use beans, beans and nothing but beans. They're different. But no, so it's a lot, and of course, no alcohol. Yeah, that's why I'm over here breezing by myself. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm in spirit unwinding. It's a what great glass bottle. I know. <laughs> Um, but it's really, you know, I'm liking it so far. I think it's good. I'm not really craving too much right now. I have a little bit of a headache today, I think from, from sugar withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm feeling good. These are all good things. You're on your way. 24 more days. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm a fifth way there. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep thinking in fractions and then I'll be done before I know it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but it's good. It's good. I, I, I said I'm, I want to read the book first and then do it, maybe. I didn't read the book, full disclosure. Is it? Is there a book? There is a book. Um, there is a book, the whole 30 plan or whatever. Um, but so there, there, um, there is a book. I didn't read it. I really just wanted to do... I'm just looking at it as like a reset, like kind of a reset because yeah, yeah. I had kind of a long, hard summer mm-hmm. and just wanted to refocus, reset, Mainly uh, take a little take a little break from the boozing, and um, and uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying it. And if any of you listeners have any whole thirty recipes that you love, send them to us, mm-hmm. and I will cook them and review them. That would be fun. Yeah. So if you have any recipes that I can eat, please send them my way. I just like a total like tasty. Yeah, I just had a spa- I just had some spaghetti squash. Ooh. It was delicious. I love spaghetti squash. Yeah, it's my first foray out of like chicken breast and potatoes, so that was good. You're on your way. I'm not worried at all. It's gonna be great. Yeah. What was new? What's new? What else is new no, with um, you? I mean, did you get in any airport? Yeah, well, airport. I got this actually from the when I I took the New Jersey Transit to Newark. Oh sure, okay. The, but the Hudson the, News. That's yeah, the Hudson. It yes. is the Hudson News. Yeah. <laughs> so I am reading all the light we cannot see. Okay, see, I heard about this last year. It's, I feel it. What sold me was the winner of the Pulitzer Prize. You know, if there's yeah. if they won that, you know, it's you good. You know, it's, it's good. good. Also, I love a short chapter because when I'm reading on the subway, I like to sure. like, know what I'm ahead totally. myself to. And I'm really excited about this one because it's. I'm trying. You know, I've been awful. Do you, um. I was reading A Little Life earlier this year uh-huh. and took it out of me. It took me forever to read it. And also it was just so depressing that like, yeah, I had to step away from books for a while. So now I'm getting back on my kick. And so this is kind of a nice, it's kind of, and checks off my like little like history section because it's about World War II so far. Right, right, right. Yeah. So how far are you? 
I am on page. That's not. I have several. You have a lot of. I'm, Caleb just opened up a page with like three dollars, a photo, and a receipt, and then another page with like a like a, a real bookmark. A real bookmark, <laughs> and who knows what else is in there? You know, I have some like <laughs> chips for later. Sure, pack a snack. Oh, this, I mean, this is a picture from our. Shoreline. Oh, that's cute. Yes, that's that very cute? cute. If you can see, the wind is blowing up my shirt, and so you can see a little, you can see a little belly, a little midriff. I am, I'm, you know, I'm using my fingers to go closer. To no, zoom it is, in. It's a yeah. hard copy. Yeah, it's a hard photo, but it doesn't work. I'm um, squinty, squinty as my signature classic, classic squint, classic squint. It's um, really good. But they are. That's my <laughs> postcard. My bookmark for one section i'm not very far i'm less than 100 pages, okay so i am fresh and new so no spoilers no spoilers please no spoilers but if you if you want to join in i think yeah uh, follow, follow me this month to enjoy all the light we cannot see yeah and if you if you have read it again no spoilers don't no spoilers. be that girl a lot don't. of people I, I have several people at least three tell me that they love the book good and that i will cry i've heard that's really good and i get emotional so i think it's a, it's a good book for and the cover's beautiful. It reminds me it of fall. It is gorgeous. Which, it's that time. It is that time. I'm ready, Caleb. I know I have my summer hurrah, but I am so ready for fall. I'm ready to wear jeans again. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing jeans right now. I'm so ready. I need I it. have one last hurrah this weekend. Sure, you're going... I'm going to the Hamptons. To the Hamptons. That's going to be so nice. I'm using my Airbnb credit. Yes! Wait, you have a credit? Yeah, I do. From what? Because I am a I'm a host. We host we I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my god. Is that legal? I don't know. <laughs> Should we be talking about that on a podcast? We don't know where I live. That's very true. That's yeah. very true. But here's what we They do know your first and last name. <laughs> <laughs> um if you stay with me. We have fresh flowers oh and we serve you coffee and a banana That's in the morning. So funny. You didn't know I was, I was a host? No, I had no idea. That makes so much sense to me, though. Like, you absolutely would be an Airbnb cook. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's like, we title it as Country Chic in a Concrete Jungle or something. Oh my god. <laughs> we have great reviews. I'm sure. <laughs> but actually, on that, my name is Cal because I don't want to give out my Oh, sure. Name. No, of course not. So when <laughs> I'm always like, call me Cal. Isn't that fun? What if my name was Cal? Which Cal's to be... fun. I mean, we've had we've heard Ka- Caleb. I like Caleb. I think Cal because Cal is what Rose would call her fiance in the Titanic movie. Hmm. His name was Cal. Remember? How did that end up working out? <laughs> Another more. Gross. Where are all these crickets <laughs> coming from? Um, I mean, he still got no. He did end up shooting himself after the stock market crash. Yeah, not. I feel like comparing anything to the Titanic is like not the best. But he had like ten years him. after the Titanic sinking to when he died. So like, I think I have another good ten years on me. At least, hopefully, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I'm right. still here. <laughs> well, here we are. We are recording this on September sixth. Which is, uh, this is actually my New York anniversary <gasps> today. Okay, yeah. I moved here three years ago today. Woo. And woohoo! And um, on that date, now that, since we're recording on that date, you know, when this airs, it'll be the last week of some of our favorite shows. Favorite shows closing. On Broadway are yeah, unfortunately so closing. Uh, it's always sad when, when shows close and people's jobs end. Um, so in honor of them... 
I'm doing a special, um, a special edition of Merch Madness. reviewing two shirts. I'm reviewing my shirts from Groundhog Day oh, and from wow. Bandstand. Groundhog Day closes this week? Yeah, on the 17th. Wow. And if you haven't seen them, go see them. Mm-hmm. Um, support support theater while you can and see it before you miss it. Forever, before you maybe. miss Bandstand, a Tony Award winner mm-hmm. and Groundhog Day, an Olivia Award winning show, Olivia Award winning performance and Tony nominated. You gotta go see them. So, I'm gonna start with my bandstand shirt. My bandstand shirt is a navy shirt. Mm-hmm. This is a classic navy classic. tee. Like, um, almost like navy, navy. Yeah, yes, you, you know, could like, say it's like navy. Navy, navy. Yeah. Um, it has the bandstand logo on it, and it says the New American Musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, just on the front, very, very simple. Just the logo. I love that. And then on the um, on the sleeve, there's a gold six, and it says "Got your six. Which I, when I bought it, I was like, I don't really know what that means, but looking more into it. Did you buy it before you saw the show? I bought it at the show. Yeah, yeah. But it's got your six, it's got, it's like, you're looking out for someone behind you. Mm -hmm. Or or you're looking at the person's, you got someone's back. Mm -hmm. You know, there's 12 and there's six. They talk in like clock time. But I think that's really cool. And it's also, I think, an organization that they work with, um, with veterans and, um, I know that the show has been working with that oh, with yeah, that organization, yeah, the FW and stuff, which is great. I really like the shirt. I love the fit. I really like how simple it is. Uh, I like the navy and the red is is vibrant on it. So I really like this shirt. And I love bandstand. I saw it in previews. Yes, I love bandstand. And then we have my Groundhog Day shirt. Oh, which this is like, cute. It's cute. We we have it's a darker gray. And the fabric, I, what I like about this is the material. It's, it's a, stretchy it's a, and soft. It's a stretchy, soft, more of a heavy t-shirt fabric, uh-huh. um, which I really like, a dark heather gray. It has the Groundhog Day logo on the sleeve in black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, the front is the groundhog peeking up from a little clock, Yeah, which is cute. Kind of like um, Roman numeral clocks. Yeah, yeah, like the clock in the in their um, no, in it's the, a regular. Yeah, clock. in the in the oh, there's a there's oh, a no, clock. it's the same clock here. Yeah. yeah, I like the shirts mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, I have a problem with the shirt only because the way it's screen printed, it looks like there's a coffee stain on it. But that's just like an aged. But it's just like clock. an aged clock. But when I like when I wear it, I always like forget, and I think I have a coffee stain. Oh. So, um, I like this shirt, but I gotta say, the winner is Bandstand for me. Oh, I would have to disagree. I think I like the quirkiness of... I like the quirkiness, but there's something... I like it. I, wish... I haven't seen you wear that one a lot. That's because I don't wear it a lot. Cause I, can imagine... I think that... I think what, what I would like more about the shirt, if it were just a black, or if it were, like, a color... I think the gray with the browns, it just seems a little dreary. It's cute. Uh-huh. But I think the show was maybe more vibrant than this shirt. Yeah, I would. I like the one with Andy Carl and it's all different colors yeah. and stuff like that. The show is maybe more vibrant than the shirt. Um, I really like the bandstand shirt. It's mm-hmm. a classic shirt. Uh, simple logo tee. And I like the... I like the um, the significance in the shirt. You know, it's not just a, not just a logo. They're, uh-huh. they're really, you know, 
that their message is is clear and strong, mm-hmm. and it even goes into their merchandise. And I think there's something to be said for that. There is. I agree. So I think my bandstand shirt gets a gets a four out of five yeses. Four out of five yeses. I, I'm, I'm, I think this is the first time we might disagree on a shirt that we like. Well, I think we disagreed on Charlie's shirt. We did, we did. But like, but we have different tastes. We do. Um, but yeah, for me, in this heat, you know, if Groundhog Day were up against another show, it might might have fared better. But this this week, this week, Bandstand prevailed. Bandstand. So congrats, Bandstand. And congrats, a great shirt. And congrats to both of those shows for bringing a amazing things yeah. to this uh, theater season. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. And you will not be forgotten in mm-hmm. the history books. Exactly. Yeah. I think that brings us to our special guest. We are laughing already. We are having so much fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Eloise Croft! Tonight we are having sort of a sober night. A sober night, well, because of course I'm on hole 30. I am dehydrated from the sun. (laughs) Caleb, Caleb went to Fire Island. I did, yeah. Already drunk, so I'm... Yay! Yay! We are having some popcorn popped by hers truly. It's, it looks delicious. I can only smell it. I cannot have any, unfortunately. Jeez. If you hear a crinkle, it is the, uh, the But popcorn. if you will check my Instagram photos, I am looking particularly snatched, so worth it. Um, <laughs> Me too. Twist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eloise, hi! 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 It is so rare that we get to run into each other, so I'm glad we got to, like, schedule a little time. It's even. like, our theaters were how many blocks away, and we never <laughs> saw each other? Never, ever. I know. It's crazy. It's what unbelievable. But and our schools were 30 minutes from each other. And we and never, we never saw each other. <laughs> but it's always a treat. Mm-hmm. So we want to just start off by um, letting you tell the people a little bit about your background, where you grew up, how you got your start, yeah. all that stuff. Um, so I'm, I'd say I'm from Oklahoma. I was born in Indiana, but I grew up in Oklahoma and I started dancing when I was eight and then kind of got the bug from there and danced my entire, like from there I started with tap then did jazz and ballet, which is completely backwards. And then (laughs) (laughs) always, always great. And then, um, from there, I just, like, I went to a summer camp that was theater, and um, the woman who owned my dance studio, her husband was an actor, and so I started doing acting through him, yes. and from there, just 
got the bug and wanted to be different. That was the thing. It's like, I always uh-huh. wanted to be different. My sister was a huge ballerina and really, really good at dance. And I was not that good at dance. So I was like, well, I need to do other things that I'm really good at. So I started doing acting and singing and all this stuff. And then people were like, oh, people do this as a living. And then I went to college for it. And then I left school and moved to New York. And I've been here now for like five years. It is crazy to me that it's been five years. It's been yeah. five years. It's crazy to me, too. I'm like, I don't understand. I feel like I'm, at this, at some point, I feel like I'm still just moved here because if people on the subway are like, do you live here? I'm saying no, <laughs> which is completely wrong because I do live here. But at the other point of it, like, you know, there are things where I'm like, oh, yeah, I really have lived here for five, like almost five years. And yeah. I, I know my way around the city and... I feel comfortable here and I have like friends here and a really good like support system here but I don't know at the same time I wonder if other people feel this way where I'm like I don't know if this will ever be my home yeah yeah. I think that's like a common feeling yeah because I feel like New York is so crazy and so I don't know it has this like air about it where it's ever moving and ever changing that I don't feel like it ever feels like a stable place to be yeah. I no, I totally agree. Like, the thought of, like, moving away from the city but being able to access the city is, like, really amazing. amazing. And so many people do it. Yeah, it's doable. It's so doable. I almost feel like more more and more people are doing it all the time. All the time. Because it's crazy. It's too sleep, expensive like... to, like, not be happy here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. A, or, like, not necessarily that saying that any of us are unhappy. Oh. Because, you know, we're no. still young and, like, living our New York lives. We're so happy. And that's the thing is, like, you get your Broadway show and you're like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I'm on Broadway. I'm this and that. But then you realize, like, it's, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a job. And it becomes, not that it's, like, the most great, fun, fulfilling job that we get to, like, be silly and this and that. But... Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, well, what's next? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you start thinking a little bit more outside the box, which is a little bit more outside yeah. of, like... Not just career, but... Not just career, but life. Mm-hmm. And more than just doing eight shows a week, which once you do eight shows a week for a really long time, you realize, like, this is really hard. Yeah. yeah. And really exhausting. Hard. Yeah. So that's kind of like, you know, where my background is, is like, I'm now been here and I'm only 25, which is like so young. And everyone's like, oh, you're such a baby. And I look younger than 25. So now I'm like 25 and I look 10, but <laughs> I'm, I'm here and I feel a little older than, than that. But it's like, you're like, kind of like, okay, well, where do I go from here? Yeah. yeah. What's next? You got to challenge yourself. Yeah. You got to keep challenging yourself because you're like, if you go to auditions, there are people who are so much more hungry than you are. Sure. Wow. Which is good and bad. You're like, there's this thing that comes with age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it it makes it honestly makes you. I think it makes you a little more trustworthy in like a like a cool way. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like a like a been around the block. Yeah. Thing. You was, might not pick up the choreography as quickly as you used to, which is what I'm learning. But you know how to play but it yeah. off. But uh-huh. you know how to make it work. And at the same time, you give it a style and a finesse that maybe you couldn't give when you were younger. Sure. And at some point, your track record kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. Oh, of and, course. And young lady, you have had quite the track record. <laughs> we'll talk, I mean, we're going to talk about yeah, everything. All the, all the high points, but like, you know... 
you made I've been your, lucky. You I've made been your, very <laughs> lucky. Well, so it doesn't lucky. it doesn't come without talent. Now I'm yeah. amazed actually that earlier you said like, well, I wasn't a very good dancer, so that's why I did theater. You're like one of my favorite dancers. <laughs> but um, so you made your Broadway debut in On the Town. I did. And yes. then you starred in Dames yes. at Sea. Uh-huh. You were the star tar of the Navy. Of you definitely starred. Yeah. And then uh, and. You just finished uh, your running cats. Kitty cats. Yes. And now you're working on the honeymooners, so you, that's what's next for you. But you know, your track record does seem to speak for itself, especially when you when you get those under your belt. It does, and it's a weird track record because, like, why do you think that? I don't know. On the town was like so amazing, and I like got into that, and I was such a dancer in that show. But I covered one of the people who was like kind of like a great singing role. Uh huh. Which I was like, don't ever put me on. <laughs> and I told my agents that. I was like, so I'm never going to go on when I when I do this because I cover Claire. Claire Luna. And I was like, please don't put me on. Please. No, no I said I was like, I don't want to do that. Because I was, you know, Claire's like, at the time I was 22. Mm-hmm. And Claire, you know, is a senior role in that show. And sure. I was like, you know, a little... Uh, 10, 15 years too young to be playing that role. And I was like, I really don't ever need to go on. And they were like, no, 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 don't worry about it. They have other covers. I'll put them on first. Yes. Covers. Plural. Mm-hmm. Not knowing nope. that there was really only one other cover <laughs> in the show. <laughs> and, it was and it was one person and then me. So yeah. it was just like a crazy experience. It was like one of those things where I was like, I thought Broadway was really organized and amazing, and <laughs> I kind of found out that it's it, insanity. It's insanity. <laughs> it's a village. I really? Mean, yeah. yeah. getting, getting people to do eight shows a week is a lot of work, and then getting a show to run itself mm-hmm. eight shows a week is even more work. So it was one of those lessons where I was like, oh, wow, okay, so all the times I did, like, community theater and like all the theater I did growing up where I thought it was complete and utter insanity it doesn't really change it's the same it's I I anytime anyone asks me I'm like they're like what's it like I'm like it's literally like doing a show it's, it's just it's like, it's, it's like doing summer stock it's like oh. crazy at times it's so fast and half sometimes you don't even know what's happening around you at all at all yeah at all and it's insane it's insanity so that was like my first like thrust into it and I did the show for like eight months and you know the entire time I was like wow this is crazy Mm -hmm. and then I left the show and I thought it would be different with dames and it was because you know our cast was really small and we ran the show for like six days so it was really (laughs) short and all these things so I was like oh yeah yeah yeah." it's like you know enough it's different when you're in a smaller show but then we did cats and it was like I mean cats might have been worse than on the town. Well, and you think about it, like, that stage is really, really raped. Oh, my gosh. And you guys, the choreography is incredible, and you guys are dancing. Killing it. For two hours. Two two and a half hours? How long is that? You're dancing the whole thing. So the injuries must have been crazy. It was crazy. What was your favorite injury? Like, where did you, where do you always feel it? My injury that I always feel, and still slightly feel now that I've been out of the show for a minute, is my hip, my left hip. You know, when someone went into it, I was like, I got Cats, because Cats was a show that I never thought I would do. Because I'm sort of like classic, 
pre-1960s dancer. Sure. Everything I do and everything I love is pre-1960s. So I'm like, cats was something that was never on my radar. I was like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, cats, whatever. I got called in for it. I was like, I'm not going to get this. And then I almost got cut from the first audition when Andy Blankenbuehler like pulled me by my shoulders as I was in like the other room of the audition because I was avoiding all contact with him. He was like, you. I was like, Looking around, yes. trying to find yeah. anyone else to see. Anyone And he was like, no, you. And I was like, oh, hi, what? And he was like, you're doing like, but And I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, grabbed my shoulders at that point and turned me towards the mirror and like showed me what I was doing and then showed me what he wanted. And I was like, uh-huh. And then they're like, all right, so first group, Eloise. <laughs> and I almost walked out of the room. I was like, you have to be kidding me. So I blew it, and I totally was wrong, and I called my agents, and I was like, ha, 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 bye, sorry, sorry. And then I got a callback, and then I got another, you know, it was like, sure. it was like a month-long process of callbacks, but then I was just like, there's no way I'm going to get this show. And then I got the show, and it was just like insanity, so... Then I started doing the show, and I was like, we're doing this crazy schedule, like, five show weekends, and this, and this, and yes. this, and uh-huh. I mean, all this crazy stuff, so the injuries are just insanity, so all of a sudden, I started waking up in the morning, and I was like, you know, feeling, this is like my third Broadway show, mm-hmm. which at this point, I'm like, I'm getting old, starting <laughs> to retire, uh-huh. and I couldn't walk in the morning, and I was like, oh man, this oh, is like, I got a twirl tonight, and I can't even get out of bed. No, I couldn't walk, like, to put my feet down on the floor would, like, really start to hurt, and I was like, oh man, I'm really getting old, and that was, like, the first injury. I've, like, never been injured, knock on wood, like, in mm-hmm. a show really yeah. badly, or, like, ever in my life, like, the, the worst thing I've had is, like, stitches, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh man, I'm really getting, in, like, old here, I mean, it's, like, starting to hurt to walk. And I, like, went to PT, and I was like, yeah, you know, it, like, hurts to walk in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, excuse me? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I'm getting old, so, like, I understand. Old, 25. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting old. I think we're both older than you are. I understand. (laughs) As I'm like, you know, the gray hairs are here. I'm like, you know, I get it. But my feet really hurts to walk. And she was like... That shouldn't be happening. No. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, uh, let me see. She was like, girl, you have like really bad plantar fasciitis. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is that? Of course, not even knowing what any of this stuff is. Sure. But if you're never injured, like you don't know. No. And that's the thing. And it was like the start of like. It was going from the base up. Yeah, going from the base up. And then I was realizing that while I was dancing in a three inch heel in a 10 pound costume. On a rake stage. (laughs) That I was having to edit the way I was tap dancing to fit to work on the stage. And so I was really compensating to make all my sounds and make it work. And so I was really like injuring myself while I was doing it. Mm -hmm. The science of dancing. Yeah, Yeah. it was really crazy. I mean, if you know yoga at all, basically what we figured out is like, I was dancing in like, 
whatever that pose. Like chair? Oh, like yeah. chair pose. Yeah. I was literally dancing in like chair pose. Eloise. Yeah. That's really bad. Which was really bad. And I was wondering why my body was getting so messed up. And so, you know, further down the line, we started editing things and I changed sure. my shoes and this and that. But at the time being, you know, as our dancer mentality, it was like, sure. it's fine. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Great. Make it work. Yeah, totally. And we rehearsed on a flat stage. We were, you know, I didn't rehearse. Right. I didn't get the costume until first preview. I mean. You're like, you're not right. So you didn't this. realize in, in time really to make. No. To be aware that it was going to be a And problem. once you're in the show, you're like, you, you, you don't have time to like. No, you don't have time to think. I mean, it was so fast. And that's the thing about it is, and I told, I told people and I was like, you know, it was so fast. Like, I feel like they should have warned me. I feel like they should have told me, like, all the moves you're going to be doing are going to be in a really heavy costume. Yeah. And no one did. Like, I had no idea. So I was, like, creating things and doing things and... Making rhythms and sounds. Yeah, making things happen, and I had no idea that I would be limited so much. So it was a really crazy... It was the first time I've really ever been, like, dealing with an injury. And it, that I felt it because I couldn't go to class. I yeah. couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. There were like so many things. Like I went to ballet once during the run of the show, and I could barely lift my leg up, like my left leg above forty five degrees. I was wow. like, and for me, I was like, this is so depressing. Yeah, right. You know, because I'm used to like being able to do things sure. and move and have mobility, and to be limited so much was like. It's, it's scary. You're just it's like, really scary to think that, like, well, yeah, maybe I'll never come back from this. Yes. Right, and then especially if you're not prone to injuries, if you get your first one, then you're like, oh my god, how do I even recover? Like, and then you get you get like sad because oh, of course because you're not able to like do what you do. We can barely as, do your job. Yeah, as fully that's as you. What's and that's what scary. starts scaring you. Like, if I call, you know, like, can I call out? Can I not? Like, yeah. And there's a huge stigma around Broadway about calling out and this and that right. and. You know, there are people who come to work sick and this, and I believe that like, you know, every show is not going to be a hundred percent. And I believe that to my fullest heart because my dad, my dad's a doctor and you know, although doctors and performers have obviously like nothing in common, there is something in common about like, you know, when my dad goes into surgery every day, he's not a hundred percent, but he's still doing surgery on someone. Yeah. So then in my mind, I think. Well, you know, I'm not a hundred percent when I could perform a show on Broadway, which is like yeah. so minute compared to like him fixing some person's life. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, great. So we're not going to be a hundred percent on Broadway every day, but like there are limits and we do have yeah. our limits. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to me, it's like a huge thing of like knowing your limits and like being like, okay, great. If I am smart and it's not about yeah. being the best performer it's smart, honestly smart. about being like a smart performer and knowing like when to say you know what i'm calling that white flag i can't be here today yeah because it's also better to catch it early call out take a day and rest if you're feeling something go to have an extra pt get acupuncture do what you need to yes. do as opposed to like, you know what? I think I could power through, and then hurting yourself during the show to where it's worse, and you then you're the out for weeks, like, as weeks opposed weeks to like just taking the day off. Yes. It is. It is like the stigma is. I mean, it's there for a reason because some oh, people abuse a call out. Yes. But if you're doing it for yourself to really oh get yourself to 100, percent you have to do it. You have to, and like that's the thing is like, 
Broadway isn't about giving, like, the greatest performance of your life, life every night. And that's what I've come to learn. And it's like, you can't do that. It's not sustainable mm. at all. And it's about, like, pacing yourself mm-hmm. and being like, you know what? This is what I have tonight, and this is my 100%. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Tonight is a Thursday night, and I still have seven shows to do. Yeah, And I, I want to be able to make it through a Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday, a Monday, a Tuesday. Especially on a cat schedule. It's yeah. a crazy schedule. And yeah. so, and Broadway has crazy schedules nowadays. So it's like, you're thinking like, great, here's how I like manage my energy and I do this and I do that. And on top of that, you know, you might be doing a callback, a this, a that, a project. Family right? matters, stuff that are like completely Fam- left. Exactly. Yeah. You might like, you know, be thinking about your dog that you have to take care of. All these things. It's like, there's so much going on beyond that performance that, like, yeah. it's it's really about, like, it takes a lot of work and a yes. lot of energy that I don't think people understand. It's hard to understand unless you're in it. Like, exactly. I think it's almost impossible because, like, and, you know, you have to just kind of, like, learn what works for you and you mm-hmm. have to, like, be disciplined about doing what works for you. You know, if, oh, like, yes. for instance, between shows, I like to, I like personally to stay in the theater, go to the green room, take a nap, eat my dinner there, hang out at the theater, and not leave, like, not go out in the craziness, yeah. and then come back. A lot of people have to, they, they, they are like, they're out. like, I have to yeah. get out. They're like, I have to get away from work for a second, and then they'll go home and do their thing, uh-huh. and like, I'm like, I don't want an extra train ride, I don't want to have to do all the craziness. Right. But you have to find out what works for you, and like, stick with it, and not like, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it means you don't you don't go out with your friends when when you want to, but you have to because and it's not it's, it's not it's different for person person like of course no right. one can do the same thing right. right some people can go out and get like shit face wasted every night and then do like a a nine thirty student matinee and it's like I don't <laughs> understand that no um but you know again it's just personal to to everyone it's so crazy and you know I think there's such um, a discipline people don't understand mm-hmm. that comes with what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been a huge lesson. Not that I've not been disciplined my whole life. We all have been disciplined our entire lives to get to where we are. Totally. But there's even a higher level that happens when you reach, like, Broadway and all the stuff. Because it's like you, you're here, you're doing it. But then it's like people still expect more of you, mm-hmm. which is really crazy. It's really crazy. But also at the same time, you have to realize that like saying no is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge part of it too, is being like, no, I can't. Yeah. Can you do that? No, I can't do that. No, I can't. I'm tired. I can't. I have to rest. I can't. Yeah. I have to rest. I have to do this. I have to do that. You have to prioritize. Yeah, yeah, you really do. And I'm like a huge class monster. I love taking class. I love doing this. I love doing that. Anything that's free, I'm there. And, you know, there was a huge thing that I had to learn where I was like, I have to say no. Because people would ask me to do things and I'd have to be like, I can't. Mm-hmm. And it was so, it's so hard. You have to be selfish. Or yeah, like, you have to. But it's not in a bad way. No, that, no, yeah, like, no. That word kind of has a negative connotation. No, selfish not. has such a connotation, but like, oof, nowadays I feel like I'm so selfish because people are like, do you want to do something? I'm like, no. And then I'm at no. home like watching 
fixer upper with yeah. my dog <laughs> eating popcorn. But that's what you need. You need so, yeah. That's what I need. If you want me to do two shows tomorrow, I need to have some time with my dog. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, and 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 again and sometimes it's worth it though to like do those things oh, you know to like make time and like go crazy for a weekend and then just like be like okay I'll be a mess Monday. but people don't realize like how overstimulating New York City is it, and it that's is. that's what I say too it's like not only did did we just finish a Broadway show where it's like a energy from the audience and we're giving give, out energy give, and give, it's give, crazy give 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 give, 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 give. Yes. then we have to walk out into Times Square and then we have to get on the subway for to get home. 30 to 40 minutes which is exhausting oh my god and so it, it does take a lot out of you just living in New York just oh my being gosh. here living in New York is like I don't understand people who sublet I love I, I, I did it for I, years. I did it for a year too yeah I don't understand but then it. at the end of it though I was said I need my own place I, I need my own stuff yeah. yes I would truck three suitcases and bags from oh my God. A, and every month. I remember yeah. one time I moved from Inwood to Queens I don't to live with you to a store. Yeah. yeah, I I did that. I mean, I, we all moved around our first my yeah. first year. I I traveled around. Caleb came with me and uh, Jay Grown. And one time when I moved from when I moved from um, to from Astoria to your old apartment with Kelly Weaver. Oh yes. That to that oh. apartment to the baby room. <laughs> the curtain room. Yes, the curtain room. Um, we, I was like, I was like, I don't want to take a cab. So no. we took all of my Eloise, like on the subway, like, three suitcases <gasps> and like so much other stuff. And it was during rush hour because I remember we all got in different doors of the train. Yeah, like we're on the same train. Doors of the train, and then and oh then we gosh, transferred at Forty Second Street. We walked up <gasps> our asses up that ramp from the E to get to. the to get to the right train. Uh, insane. We were young. But it, is, it was what it was. You're and we had to save a dollar. We but I also, like, I also, like, I felt like it was, like, I, I felt like I had more of a, more of a gypsy kind of spirit then. I was like, oh, I was like, let's do it. Like, yeah, I'm moving around. Like, I don't, I don't feel, and I didn't feel like I needed it. And I, and I don't think I did. I, we're but all I, stupid like that, though, yeah. when I first moved here. I think of all the things I did when I first moved here, because, like, you know, I moved here when I was young. I was 20. Yeah. Well, and we want to talk about that. Yeah, I was a baby. And I mean, the things I did. And I was talking to someone this recently, and I was like, man, I wish, like, sometimes I I went to an audition, and I was like, I just, like, didn't, don't have the fire that I used to have when I was a baby, when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. And they were like, but is that a bad thing? And I was like, hmm. And it really made me think. Because it's like, I still have a fire, yeah. but it's just like a different fire. It's, it's a different, different color fire. It's a different color fire. Yeah. It's not as like, good, good, good. Bam, 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 I think that also just comes with us like learning who we are. And I think that's what the city helps oh. you do. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like the more you learn about yourself, the more fire you have about like yourself, as opposed to just like your career or what you, or your skill sets. Exactly. Which is just a different, I think it's, I think you're exactly right. I think it's a different kind of fire. It's just a different kind of fire. Yeah. But I, at the same time, I was thinking like, of all the things I did, of all the things we do when we first yeah. moved here, yeah. and we're like so on it, and like waking up at six a.m. and doing that yeah. grind, and yeah. you know, I didn't have to do a lot of that, but like, man, it's hard. It's a. I can't even imagine doing that anymore. Now, I I do want to like talk about the story of you moving here early because yes. I think it's a story that people will want to hear. I really do yeah. because I think that like. I think that, you know, obviously, like, disappointment is a kind oh, of, yeah. is a part of our industry, 
And um, so talk about what made you move here. Yeah. So it, I have like the weird story that like doesn't exist anymore, honestly. Sure. You know, and, and I am so thankful for it and it got me here. But at the same time, it brought like huge life lessons to me very early on. Yeah. Which I think like. When I first got my Broadway show, people were like, oh, you're so young, you don't know anything. And at the same time, I was like, ha, 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 I'm not that young. I've been here. I do know things. So it gave me a very, um, I've always had like an old soul, but it made me a lot yeah. older really quick. But I I did a show out of town um, at a place called Goodspeed Opera House. And in that show, people saw me and we had a lot of buzz. And, um, someone submitted me for a project of a show that was supposed to go to Broadway. And I had no idea what was happening to me at the time. Because I was, you know, I was 19 years old. Mm -hmm. I was still in college. You were in college. I I did not take my equity card with the show. I had all my sights set on going back to school. I, you know, this was a summer gig for me. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's exactly how I took it. It was summer camp. So... And it was the most transformative summer of my life. And I have to, like, say that I've met some of my greatest friends from there. And I'm still, honestly, best friends with a lot of those people who I did that show with. So it was so amazing. And, you know, people were sending videos of me to this director choreographer. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great, whatever. And his name happened to be Casey Nicola. And I was like... Oh, whatever. Who's that? Because <laughs> I didn't know. I was, you know. I well, was, when we were that age, Book of Mormon had just been like just start. Nothing was big, yeah. and yeah. I was stupid, and you know, I had no idea about any other stuff. The only reason I got connected with this show was because I knew a choreographer who had worked there, and I asked her about it, and I'd made this crazy goal of working a different place every summer when I was young, and. You know, Good Speed Opera House just happened to be one of those places. Yeah. No big deal. But at, <laughs> I didn't know at the time that, like, that was a great place to work. Yes. So, right. <laughs> this is all, like, coming to things. And so, and I then was sending my videos to this person who I didn't know. And then I was going into New York and singing for the music director of the show. And You were sending videos directly to Casey? Yeah, through a friend. And he was like, great, caster, let her sing for the music director. Then I got a call from Telsey at one moment that was like, great, we want you to come sing for this music director, Rob Berman. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I like drove into the city on my day off with my friends and sang for this guy, Rob Berman, who's obviously an amazing <laughs> music director. He does like all of encores. He did Dance at Sea with me. Like he's unbelievable. And I literally sang for him and I said, I blew it. I came back the next day, and I was like, dang, that really went bad, and I couldn't believe it, and I was so upset, and I went back to school, and I didn't hear anything for, like, a month, and then about a month later, I heard that I got cast in the show, and I was like, I literally got a direct call from Telsey Casting, which does not happen. I mean, that doesn't happen. So I had a call from Telsey Casting, and it's like, hey, you're cast in this show that's going to Boston and to Broadway, and I was like what? And I was in Oklahoma at the time and I was like, okay, um, 
I need to talk to my parents. <laughs> Why? I'm like, like, I'm like, in class right now. I got to like, I was in English class. I you're mean, like, it was I, like, you're like, I paid tuition for the semester. Like, that to me is like insane. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, um, I need to like call my parents and like talk to them. And they're like, okay, great. So here's this number. We like want you to like set up the contract through an agent and like all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. Um, I'll call you back like tomorrow. And then I'm like calling my parents and I'm like, hey, so I got cast in the show in New York City. And my parents are like, oh, okay. Um, well, you know, and my parents are like type of parents that like secretly they still always wanted me to go to medical school because sure. I wanted to be a doctor growing up and secretly they always kind of had the thing where like every show I did, they always kind of like. We're like, oh, this is so great, but, like, is she good enough? Like, always. Sure. Like, that was always a thing. And anytime they could ever talk to, like, the director or the choreographer or anyone involved, it'd always be like, like, is she good enough? And that was, like, from when I was 16 up until, like, today. Still now. <laughs> like, with my agents, they're like, is she good enough? <laughs> so, it's, it's an ongoing thing. So, they were like, are you sure? And I was like, I don't, I mean, maybe. I'm like, I don't know. And I was unhappy at school. And I was just, like, all these things. And I was like, you know what feels really right? But, you know, it, all these things. So, then I'm, like, convincing my parents that I need to move to New York City. And blah, blah, blah. So, then I, like find an apartment by myself, I, like, do all these things, I sign with an agency who I've never met, who, like, Skyped with my parents at one point, like, it was all, like, so crazy, so then I moved to New York, and I'm there in January, so I'm in New York, it's January, I, like, get, the show is supposed to start in February, but I wanted some time to, like, yeah. go to the city yeah. and acclimate and do all yeah, these things, totally. so then, like, within two, three weeks that I'm in the city, I hear that the show is postponed, and I'm, like, Okay, so it's literally the day that school is supposed to start that I hear that the show is supposed to be postponed, oh, wow. and I was like, I called my dad and I was crying and I was like, I don't know, but all I know is that I don't want to go back to school. I was like, I will get a temp job, I will do whatever I need to do, but like, right now, what I feel like this is really great here and I can't leave. He was like, okay, great, get a job. So I'm like finding jobs, doing these things. I'm, like, working on the side, just making myself, like, live in New York City. Yeah. And that's all I knew. I was like, I can't leave. I just need to be here. So then, like, months later, I hear that we're postponed again. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, great. We're postponed again. My agents are, like, submitting me. At the time, I'm not equity. And my agents are submitting me into every equity call that they can. Yeah. They're getting me the, all, like, all these jobs. It's, like, unbelievable. And... I am, like, the little engine that could. I'm just, like, going sure. to all these auditions and somehow getting in a room with, like, Broadway veterans. And I am, like, 12 years old. At one point, I was in an audition and I was, like, Dainty June in literally a cast of, like, Cassie's in the Chorus Line. And I was, like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm here, but, like, at the moment, I'm not right. <laughs> so it was just, like, this crazy experience. And then um, I got cast in a show and it was, like, all going to line up perfectly to that. I would go away for a couple months, and then I would come back, and we would do the show in Boston, and then it would come to New York City, and we would do our Broadway run. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then the week I leave for that show, I find out that the show is indefinitely postponed. And I had literally just done, like, a week and a half of pre-pro with Casey Nicola and all these people, and we, like, 
put this whole thing together and I'm just like I don't understand like how does this happen like this is Broadway like yeah how do all these things just keep falling through and that was really my first experience with Broadway was like that it just until opening night it's not real well, and that's kind yeah. of what I got early on and so ever since then it's like been this thing of like people are like oh my god that show's going to Broadway and I'm like mm. wait until I said yeah. it's not actually on Broadway until opening night and that's always been my thing now because I I just was kind of heartbroken and I've been oh, so yes. lucky I've uh-huh. been so 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 lucky early in my career that like if I said I wanted something, I got it. It was like, oh, well, of course they're doing this. I'm going to be that. And then I would get it. And I'd be like, okay, great. And I would walk away and I would get it. And so it was like, until that moment, I never had like any big heartbreak. And so here I was in this crazy city, not even of legal drinking age, just <laughs> having my heart yeah. and all my dreams shattered. And so... Yeah. It was a huge, huge thing. And then it was like, do you go back to school? Do you do this? Do you do that? Like, did you just take a six-month sabbatical? Did you, you know, all these things. And it was a crazy, crazy whirlwind. And so, but from there, I really learned a lot. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to go back to school. I just need to, like, the connections are what's so important important, in New York. And that's what I keep telling everyone. I'm like, there's anything you learn is, like, take class. Do this, mm-hmm. take class, meet people, be nice, be you, be a human. Don't try to be, like, something that you're not. Yeah, because you're not going to be it. Because you're no. not going to be it. And at the end of the day, like, in the 12th hour of tech, you're going to want to be the same person that you were in that audition. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is. Because that's who they want to work with. Because that's who mm-hmm. they want to work with. They want to work with someone who's easy to get along with, takes corrections, does changes, going to work hard, and, like, all this stuff. So... You know, that's what I really, really learned is I was like, you know, when I'm in these room with like, especially with Tuck Everlasting, which was the show that mm-hmm. I moved here for. And it was a room of like veterans. When mm-hmm. I was in that first like lab rehearsal back in like April of, I couldn't even tell you, it was like 2012. I mean, I was the baby of mm-hmm. at least 10 years. For everyone in that room. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it was really like me having to like pull up and not only act their age, but act like I had done all the things that they had yeah. done. Well, it's kind of like going in by yourself too, because like they all had their like clicks yeah. and their friends, oh. and you're like, I just moved here. Well, but that's the way, that's the way you like learn in the city. It's like you have to like do school of life here. It's like you mm-hmm. have to experience some time here where you learn. It's grad school. You think you graduate college and you know everything? Uh Uh-uh. No. You're going to come to New York City and you're going to get in this world and it's like day one of college all over again. All over again. All over again. And that's what people don't understand. You're like, you graduate and you feel like... I'm ready. My book, my book is ready. (laughs) My headshots are printed. My resume is printed. You're like... I got a new Lululemon audition out yeah. there. And you go to that audition. And then a hobo spits on you or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I got a cigar. Someone was smoking a cigar at one point and literally took a loogie out of the cigar no. No, 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 no. and spit it in my hair. And <laughs> I, I 
I turn to him and I go, and he goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I said, chocolate and they threw it at me and I was like okay never give me no chocolate (laughs) I mean there must be on a diet but it just I mean New York really yeah and that's what I love about New York it's like totally you may be the most famous person in the entire world I mean yeah it doesn't matter but New York is such a grounding city yeah but someone's gonna yell at you on the subway yeah someone's gonna yell at you on the subway someone's gonna throw something at you the train's gonna be delayed like There are so many things, and, like, no one in New York is above anyone else. No I'm one, sure there yeah. are people, but, like, even those people, excuse me, are going to be caught in traffic or yeah. going to be something. I mean, totally. New York is, like, this weird level place, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why I think so many people love it and stay here. Yeah. It's like you work up the totem pole, but not really. Because we're all, it's we're all peers. We're all doing yeah. the same thing every day. And at the same, at the end of the day... The thing that I think is the most grounding is, like, eight shows a week is really hard. No matter if you're, like, in the ensemble, it's hard. But, like, if you're the lead in the show, it's honestly might be a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have to be, like, emotional and you're, like, crying and you're laughing and then it's, like, I'm exhausted. so much. Well, now, Miss Eloise, you have done both. So, so, (laughs) so, no, okay, so, so, but I do want to talk, we're, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon, but I do want to talk about Danes because I, I remember like, so I was doing the summer before it happened, I was doing Drowsy Chaperone with Danny. Oh. And, and he was like, yeah, like Danes is coming in. Like we're pretty much all doing it, but like, we don't know who is going to be the lead. Like we don't, we haven't heard anything. Like we don't know anything. It's like the rest of the cast from the workshop and like mystery. And you're like, like, it's me. So I was like, so I was like, so I was like, oh my god, I wonder who they're gonna get. And then I saw that I was having dinner with my family. I saw the like press release, and I was like, ah, because it made such sense. Like, you know, especially you tell your story about like quitting oh school and moving up to New York for your big Broadway show. It's like. The parallels. It's so weird. And what was it like to, like, kind of laugh at that every night? You know what I mean? Like, poke fun. Yeah, it was great. It was, like, the weirdest experience because I've never even heard of Dames and Sea. Sure. Who's heard of Dames and Sea? Very I have I don't know. You have. I am, like, the Broadway person who does Broadway, and, like, when people are like, what's your dream show? And I'm like... Oh, God. <laughs> I get that weird feeling in my chest because I'm not a huge nerd of Broadway, and I don't know a lot of history, and most things I know are almost like movie musicals because sure. I'm such like a huge dear, like, Eleanor Perel, yeah. Vera Ellen, this, that, all these things totally. that are not like actually Broadway shows. Yeah. So people are like, what's your Broadway musical dream? And I'm like, oh, God, um, 42nd Street? <laughs> So I was like, oh, you know, and people were like, oh, they're doing Dean's Day. And I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> and my agents were like, oh, you have an audition for this. I was like, okay, great. So I'm like going into auditions for this, and they're like, they're like, okay, you know, this is going to be a great show. And I was like reading the character, and I was like, ha, ha, ha. Wait, this is like kind of my life. <laughs> Weird. So then I'm like in auditions for it, and 
it was like, I mean, Broadway auditions are a lot of work. Yeah. They're like crazy. And they don't like, especially when you're auditioning for something like really big and they don't know who you are, like they make you work for it. So like, I was in auditions for weeks and I was dancing, I was singing, I was in work sessions. They came and saw me in the show that I was currently in, which is on the town. Mm -hmm. And they went me, they saw me on for the lead, which I went on for Elizabeth Stanley and they Mm -hmm. all came and saw. I'm like, it was like a lot. And I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I was doing the show and that and uh, all these things. But, you know, at the end of the day, they were like, I got it. And it yeah. was like the craziest experience. It was so fast. Like, within two weeks, we were doing press events. And then I was leaving On the Town. I had a week off between On the Town and Dames at Sea. And I went home and I, like, memorized lines. And I came back and we had three weeks of rehearsal. Whoa. So fast. And I... I remember seeing you guys in uh, NOLA. Yeah, we rehearsed at NOLA Studios because that's where Randy Skinner likes to rehearse. He loves this. Which is like, if anyone is a New York person, they know that NOLA Studios is like... Armpit. The pit. (laughs) (laughs) So we were rehearsing... But if NOLA Studios wants to sponsor the podcast, they're great. We love them. (laughs) They have the best tap floors in New York City. So I think that's why Randy likes them. Mm -hmm. So... We rehearsed the show. I mean, we had three weeks of rehearsal, which everyone else had really done the show, but I had not, and Leslie Margarita had not, and it was, I mean, it was insanity. I, I had never, at that point, honestly, never really sung on a stage by myself, and so I was like, here I was in this role, singing, dancing, and acting, and I was like great, okay, great, I was fine. And then we hit first preview, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) and I got the craziest nerves ever. I can't imagine. I mean, I've never, I've never really been nervous in my life. I mean, Elliot's known me. I'm like, chill, whatever, go with the flow. Like, what do you want me to do? I'll do it. And so it was the first time I really ever been nervous. And so I started like dealing with this like weird things and that's like what people don't really talk about I feel like on in our world is like the mental part of it all and so I was you know I was calling every person I knew I was talking to everyone I knew every friend who I knew had been a lead or was a teacher or this or that Mm -hmm. I was like calling them and I was like hey I'm having crazy nerves I'm doing this I'm doing that what helped me do this do that and It was amazing. The people who were just, like, so willing to help me and shelter me. And, you know, and then it was a thing of, like, how do I do this eight times a week? Because the show was really demanding for me. You were tapping like crazy. Yeah, I was. And singing. Yeah. Every Every song. And that's the thing. It was, like, it was a thing of, it was a six-person show, so everyone was a lead. And we were on stage either singing solos, duets, or we were off stage singing ensemble vocals. Uh Or we were making a costume change. I mean, in the second act, I made like eight costume changes alone. And they were all less than 30 seconds. And it was crazy. crazy. And so it was this weird whirlwind of like, oh my God, what am I getting myself into? And then we got our closing notice. And I was almost relieved. Because... Because... I was so tired, and I was like, you know, I felt like it was grad school, and I was in elementary school. I was like, I was not ready for this. 
But I'm very thankful for the opportunity because you can't ask for it. No. You can't be like, I want to be the lead in a Broadway show. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Because I never thought of that. I was like, maybe I'll do Broadway. Maybe I'll do something or other. But like, come on. No. So it was the thing of like, oh, wow, I'm really thankful for this. But like, I need a, like a moment to like get away from it. Sure. So it was, honestly, I was just like so thankful that it happened. And it happened so early on that I could really like kind of digest it and be like, great. So then even when I went into Cats, it was like a whole different slew of uh, experiences and sort of like challenges. But I felt like because of Dames, I had a different perspective on totally. them yeah. than I would have totally. if I hadn't done that show. And that's how I feel like I'll base everything. I'm going to be like, yeah. man, I learned so many things and it was a world like it was less than six months of my life if you put it into perspective from the moment i got cast to the moment we closed it was less than six months that's insane insane, yeah which is so quick i mean it's It's very quick but life-changing yeah like but life-changing i mean to me it was like people like oh my god i didn't get to see you in games and i'm like no one did (laughs) <laughs> well we did we, did, we right? got we our I own. laugh about it I'm like no one did we, we got our like 19 dollar yeah, tickets yeah, yeah, tickets and we saw it previous yeah. it's so good and it was I, I and it's was, one of my favorite shirts that's what I mean it's like that show was really great yeah. mm-hmm. the script is super quick it's super funny, funny. Cute. Like cute it was two hours with an intermission thank <laughs> you thank you and the <laughs> dancing was amazing Incredible. I mean yeah. Mara Danny Harry it was Tori nominated, wasn't it? The uh, for choreography. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. I still think it's such a shame that you guys didn't get a cast album because oh, I know. Mara singing um, Good Times, I mean, is that what it is? But the thing about it is like all the, Rob Berman did these amazing new orchestrations yeah. for the show. Especially for a show that's not like, you know, there's not well, like a pivotal people don't realize pivotal, about like, the show. It's like, when they did the show originally, it was done in, like, a nightclub. Yeah, like, yeah. It was not, like, a show, show, show. It was not a dance show at all. And they wrote all these dance orchestrations for every number. And they, like, I mean, all these things. So, when they reimagined the show, what they didn't realize is, like, how crazy it was for the people in it. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like doing everything. Like doing singing everything. backstage. You're not on a bike just doing like... Yeah, so it was this really crazy thing. But, I mean, I think the show is so great. I oh, still we loved do. It. Mm-hmm. I still, like, have such fond memories. Oh, yeah. One of, sure? my, one of my, like, favorite fun nights. Yeah. Just so, so good. That dancing. What was it like seeing like your face on the outside of the theater? Like, what is that like? Because your guys' pictures were everywhere. I know you're like pointing the rope, and you're like. (laughs) The first, so I did like we did the commercial, (laughs) and it was the first thing we did, and I remember like, oh, we're doing a commercial, and oh my god, this is so cool. Then we like went away, we didn't see it for a minute, and then they were like, oh, we need you to go do vocals for the commercial. I was like, oh okay, so like going to the studio and. You know, I'm, like, seeing this commercial on a big screen for the first time, and they're, like, playing it for me so I can read in my vocals, and the first time they do it, I'm, like, wow. They're, like, what do you think? And I'm, like, oh, my God. It's a lot of dimples for TV, because I have, you have 
the most, most amazing dimples. I have so many dimples. <laughs> I have so many dimples on my face that I was like, oh. And the whole commercial, the idea of it was like me smiling really, really hard. Yeah. And like loving tapping, yeah. loving like things at yeah. sea. So I was like, oh my God, this is a lot. I was like, I guess I've just never seen my face really big in front of me and, I, and had to like say something about it. And I was like, right. you know, it's just a lot of default. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if America is ready for this yet, <laughs> but they're getting it. So <gasps> you know what else? We, we were there before they changed your, your guys' so hair colors. To the red, wasn't it? Because you guys all like, you wore your natural hair, right? For the photos. For the photos. And then yeah. in the show, it was like completely Switch. different. <laughs> And they were like, I thought she was blonde. Was like, <laughs> so so we saw it before the picture of the hair colors were changed. I think we have the playbill with like, I think so. like oh, with the blonde. Yeah. I think I, I do. I'll have to check. I'll have to check. I, I missed. I loved it. It might be black and white. I wish. That was one thing. I do wish I had blonde hair in that show. Yeah. It was, it was a cute red, wasn't it? Was it? I was like a brunette. Yeah. It was cute. But like blonde's having fun. It's true. Exactly. Speaking true. of having fun, we're going to close out. With a um, with a game. It's a game. This oh. is actually if it's a, there's a many parts to this game. Caleb like, is our resident game, game master. So we Finger. have we have like fire rapid questions. We have definitions, and then we have a fun game that I'm really excited. Are we gonna do all of them? We're gonna do all of them. They're all Great. fast. It's all fast. So fire rapid questions. Okay. Can I speak? Rapid fire. Yeah. Um, Schmapperies, Levan, or Magnolia Bakery. Levan. Oh, I see. I see you say Levan. Um, do you have any impersonations? No. no. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect day off. Perfect day off? Yeah. Um, sleeping in, walking my dog, eating a delicious breakfast, going to yoga, coming home, baking, going to bed. Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, or Donald O'Connor? Bacon or peanut butter? Peanut butter. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, definition. This is for like, the Dames at Sea question section. Uh, what is port? Port is where the ship goes into to unload. <laughs> we were going for a left side of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> I have no idea. Come on with the definition. Bottomry? Yeah. <laughs> um, the bottomry We is... have an explicit thing on our podcast, yeah, so, so you can say whatever. The bottomry <laughs> is the, um, the part of the ship where all the poop goes to <laughs> from the toilets that everyone pees into. Wait, we were going for using the ship as collateral to finance the sea voyage. What? Had no idea. Right? Okay, so this is the third. We're going to come back to this, but um, what is frap? Frap? Yeah. Like a frip frap? <laughs> we were going for to draw a sail tight with ropes or cable. I was going to say like like a, like a frozen beverage. That's what I was going to say, like yeah. a frap Did you miss like the E? We're going to come back to rapid fire and demons and see definitions, but now we're on to meow that tune. Okay. So Elliot's gonna guess it, but you have to sing the song by only meowing. Like cover the back so we can't see it. Well, I can't see it. I'm far away. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, I'm gonna do best shot. Okay, yeah. Oh God. 
with your best shot. Starboard. Starboard. Is that how you say it? Starboard. Starboard. Right? You did a show about shit. I did a show about shit. <laughs> I am. And I just went and on. And a show about sailors. Yeah. I don't know. Starboard? It feels like Starburst, like a chewy, fruity candy. I love that. It's the right side of the ship. No, chewy, fruity candy. <laughs> All right. Here's another definition Stern. Stern, that's the front of the ship. Side of the ship. Back of the ship. <laughs> it's the back of the ship. Ding, 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 ding. We'll give yeah, you yeah. Okay. Alex. Okay. Last definition. Foot talk. Foot talk. F U T T O C K. Foot talk is the part of your foot that you don't want to talk about because yeah. it really hurts. Onions. Yeah. <laughs> In toenails. Oh, yes. Warts. We get warts on our feet sometimes. <laughs> we were going for rib of a ship. Now, I, I don't know what a rib is either. It's like. Like what it's like the curved part? I think so. Not the 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 rivets that are in the, the oh. nails, maybe. I don't know. Foot talk. Kayla, why don't you know these? So yeah, that is the end of um, games and sea definitions. We're back to meow that too. Okay. Oh okay, god. <laughs> don't start too high. <laughs> I know. Like. <laughs> oh no. Meow 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 meow. So bad. <laughs>
Yeah. That's hard. You got fun. We it's did fun. it. We did it. We meowed. We live to end the night with a game because it's all just fun oh, games. No. It really is. And with that, Eloise, thank you so much you. for Bless. being on our Meow! <laughs> Should I meow out? Sure. Yeah. Let meow us out. Meow! Meow! That's all I'll do. Yay! <laughs> Alright, oh, that was so much fun. I'm having so much fun with our guests. I know. I love having guests on. I love having guests. And yeah. please, please let us know if you, the listeners, have any guests that you would just love to see on the podcast. Dying to please see or hear. Know. Know. We have a, an exciting list of really great people yeah, from please. all different walks of theater. Um, all variations? Sure. They, they do all kinds of they stuff. They do all kinds of things. Um, Not just perform. Exactly. So we are looking forward to having more exciting guests on. And um, I think it's time for for um, this week's edition of Vocabulous. Vocabulous, yeah. Wait, what did they say? Please explain. It's Vocabulous, baby. So one of my um, hashtags for life is Blonde Girls from Ohio. Yes, yes, yes. And um, I actually created this while I was doing... Lacage at, at um, the Good Speed Opera House. And, um, you know, you don't have to be blonde, you don't have to be a girl, and you don't have to be from Ohio. It's just but like. You can be a blonde girl from Ohio. Which is what I am. Yeah. Um, it just means that you're having a good old time, like having a lot of fun. That's what just it is. Taking life by storm. Exactly, like, lol, YOLO. Living life to the fullest. Yeah. I'm a blonde girl from Ohio, yeah. taking on the world. Exactly. Give yeah. me, give, give me two cheesecake slices, honey, cause I'm worth it, yes. darling. Uh huh. So when you're feeling like you're having a ball, hashtag blonde girls, blonde girls from Ohio. Because when you think of who's having the most fun, it's those girls who are on vacation. Where are they from? Ohio. Ohio. And so that's this week's vocabulary. Yeah. And look for more of. Um, more blonde girl moments coming up this month. Coming up, there are going to be some specific blonde girl moments yeah. that we will talk to you about next so, week. Now you know about it, so when it comes on, you'll be ready. Get excited. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, we have finished this week's episode of Equity One. It goes by so It goes quickly. by so fast. And, um, but we are just having a grand old time, and uh -huh. we hope that you all are as well. Yeah. Uh, now, now's that time of the of the podcast. If you um, if you would like to, please email us and talk to us about what you heard on the podcast, what you'd like to hear. You can email us at equity one podcast at gmail dot com. In all um, social media platforms, you could find us at Equity One Podcast. Yes. But on Twitter, it's a little bit different. A little bit different. And on Twitter, it's at Equity One underscore. Follow us on all of those things. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We are there. You can follow me, Elliot, at Elliot Maddox, E-L-L-I-O-T-T-M-A-T-T-O-X. And you can follow me at Caleb Dickey. That's D-I-C-K-E. Yeah. I think that's it for the week. That's it for the week. Caleb, until next time. Cheers. Ugh, my plastic is such a sad thing. But you have a good bottle. I need to leave it. Garçon. I'm the tie of the navy blue and gold. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.